TED Audio Collective. Welcome to TED Health. I'm your host, Dr. Shoshana Ungerleiter. In today's episode, we're going to hear from ER doctor Daria Long on how to apply the same triage skills used by emergency room staff to prioritize your everyday tasks. If that sounds a little intimidating, don't worry. Stay tuned to see how Dr. Long breaks it all down to help you successfully navigate your to-do list with minimal stress. And if you consider yourself a multitasker, stick around after the talk to hear the surprising science of what happens in our brains and bodies when we multitask, and whether it's actually good for our to-do lists. This show is brought to you by Schwab. You're here because you like to keep a pulse on fitness trends. Well, now you can invest in what's trending in active lifestyle, healthy eating, wearable tech, and more with Schwab Investing Themes. It's an easy way to invest in ideas that you believe in. Schwab's research process uncovers emerging trends. Then their technology curates relevant stocks into themes. Choose from over 40 themes. Buy all the stocks in a theme as is or customize to better fit your investing goals all in a few clicks. Schwab Investing Themes is not intended to be investment advice or a recommendation of any stock or investment strategy. Learn more at schwab.com slash thematic investing. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Are you driving your car or doing laundry right now? Podcasts go best when they're bundled with another activity. Like Progressive home and auto policies, they're best when they're bundled too. Having these two policies together makes insurance easier and could help you save. Customers who save by switching their home and car insurance to Progressive save nearly $800 on average. Quote a home and car bundle today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Support for this podcast comes from The Wonderful Company. If that name doesn't sound familiar to you, you probably know the pistachios that come from this company. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Get snacking and get cracking with a snack that packs a protein punch. I love the various wonderful pistachio flavors. So in addition to the original flavor, I'm particularly fond of the salt and vinegar. And I keep little packets of them in my car so that I can eat and get some protein on the run. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Add a little curiosity into your routine with TED Talks Daily, the podcast that brings you a new TED Talk every weekday. In less than 15 minutes a day, you'll go beyond the headlines and learn about the big ideas shaping your future. Coming up, how AI will change the way we communicate, how to be a better leader, and more. Listen to TED Talks Daily wherever you get your podcasts. Raise your hand and be honest if you've used the phrase crazy busy to describe your day, your week, your month. I'm an emergency room doctor, and crazy busy is a phrase you will never hear me use. And after today, I hope you'll stop using it too. Here's why you cannot afford to use crazy to describe your busy. Because when we are in what I refer to as crazy busy mode, we are simply less capable of handling the busy. 
Here's what happens. Your stress hormones rise and stay there. Your executive function in the prefrontal cortex declines. That means your memory, your judgment, your impulse control deteriorate. And the brain areas for anger and anxiety are activated. Do you feel that? Here's the thing. You can be as busy as an emergency department without feeling like you're crazy busy. How? By using the same tactics that we use. Our brains all process stress in similar fundamental ways, but how we react to it has been shown by research to be modifiable, whether it's emergencies or just daily, day in, day out stress. Now contrast crazy busy mode with how I think of us in the ER, ready mode. Ready mode means whatever comes in through those doors, whether it's a multiple car pileup or a patient having chest pain while stuck in an elevator or another patient with an item stuck where it shouldn't be. When you know you're dying to ask. Even on those days when you would swear you were being punked, we're not afraid of it. Because we know that whatever comes in through those ER double doors, that we can handle it, that we're ready, that's ready mode. We've trained for it, and you can too. Here's how. Step one to go from crazy mode to ready mode is to relentlessly triage. In crazy mode, you're always busy, always stressed, because you're reacting to every challenge with the same response. Contrast that with ready mode where we triage, which means we prioritize by degree of urgency. This isn't just a nice way to get your to-do list done. Work by Dr. Robert Sapolsky shows that individuals who cannot differentiate threat from non-threat and react to everything with the same response have double the level of stress hormones, which is why this is the first skill to learn. You can't take care of them all at once, but you don't have to, because we triage. Red immediately life-threatening. Yellow, serious, but not immediately life-threatening. Green, minor. And we focus our efforts first on the reds. Now hear this. Part of the problem in crazy mode is that you are reacting to everything as if it is red. So start by triaging correctly. Know your reds. They're what is most important and where you can most move the needle. Now, it's easy to be confused by noise, but what is noisiest is not always what is most read. In fact, my severe asthmatic patient is most at risk when he's quiet. But my patient over here demanding that I bring her flavored coffee creamer, she's noisy, but she's not read. I'll give you an example from my own life. Last spring, my house flooded. My one-year-old was in the ER. I was supposed to do a fundraiser for my four-year-old school, and the final chapter of my book was beyond late. Maybe not ironically, that was the chapter on stress. (laughs) My red tasks were getting my one-year-old better and finishing my book. That was it. Remember, relentlessly triage. The house flood repair, well, once we had stopped and stabilized the damage, it was no longer a red. It felt red, but it was in fact just noise. Know your reds and do not let your non-reds distract you from them.
By the way, it is liberating with a green task to every once in a while be able to remind yourself, that's a green task. No one's gonna die. <laughs> it's okay if it's not perfect. Now, there's one last triage level that we use in the worst scenarios, and that is black. Those patients for whom there's nothing we can do, where we must move on. And although it is gut-wrenching, I mention it, because you each have your own equivalent black tasks in your life. These are items that you must take off your list. And I think many of you know what I'm talking about. For me, this was the fundraiser. I had to step down. Because as we in the ER know, if you try to do everything, you have no hope of saving your reds. Step two to go from crazy mode into ready mode is to expect and design for crazy. Half of handling crazy is how you prepare for it. So if step one, we triage. Step two, we design to make those tasks easier to do. Science shows us that the more options we have, then the longer each decision takes. And the more decisions we have to make, then the more exhausted our brain gets and the less it is capable of making good decisions which is why this step two is about finding ways to reduce your daily decisions. Here are four easy examples you can use in your daily lifestyle. Plan. Plan your entire week's meals on the weekend so that when it's Wednesday at 6 p.m. and everyone's hangry and requesting pizza, you have no decisions to make to get a healthy meal on the table. Automate. Never leave anything to remember that you could automate whether it's scheduling it as recurring or saved list or recurrent purchases. Co-locate. When it comes to exercise, store all the equipment that you need for a certain activity together, charged and ready so you don't spend energy looking for it. And decrease temptations. For anyone driven by sugar cravings, anyone? Say I go ahead. That itself is its own form of crazy mode and self-medication for crazy mode, but stop working your willpower. Design differently. If a food is out of immediate reach, such that you have to use a stool to reach it, even when it's chocolate, study participants ate less without thinking about it. I know, let that sit for a second. <laughs> Design to make the choices you wish to make easier. Which brings us to the third step to go from crazy mode to ready mode, and that is to get out of your head. Come with me. Different story. I'm working in a small satellite ER. When a woman comes in in labor, I realize that the cord is wrapped, not once, but twice around the baby's neck, and I'm the only doctor. I was scared but I couldn't let it derail me. Because you see, we all get nervous, we all get scared, but it's what you do next that matters. That first feeling isn't the problem. It can be an important sign. The problem comes when we let it derail us, when that internal monologue starts and we catastrophize and we start to get that tunnel vision. That's how you think when you're in crazy mode and you cannot solve anything that way. Now, I promise to come back to this story, but first, 
How do I get out of my own head? There are many tactics that you may hear, but for me, I find it best in the moment to actively put my focus on someone else, to deliberately make myself see the person in front of me, see myself in the arena with them. What do they need? What do they fear? And how can I help? This may sound like a whole lot of warm and fuzzy to you, but it's not. In fact, research shows that when you prime your brain with what is essentially compassion, we disrupt that tunnel vision and internal monologue. You widen your perception so your brain can actually take in broader information so you see more possibilities and can make better decisions. Try it. Know that your internal monologue can derail you. And realize that when you get out of your own head, you get out of your own way. Now, what happened to that baby? I focused not on my fear, but on the mother and the baby and what they needed me to do. Got the cord off of the baby's neck, and a healthy, screaming, kicking baby arrived just as a dad ran in from the parking lot. Hi, you have a son. I'm Dr. Daria. Congratulations. You want to cut the cord? And for a moment, the strong cries of a newborn drowned out the beeps and the sirens that are the normal sounds of the ER. But there was also something else. Because when I walked back out of that mother's room, I saw several of my other patients hovering nearby. I suddenly realized that despite their own problems that had brought them to the emergency room, they had all come together to root for this baby. And they now together shared in the joy. Because that is what happens when you go from crazy mode to ready mode. Others notice. They want it too. They just don't know how. They just need one example, which could be you. Own the busy but stop calling it crazy. You've always had that ability, but now you're ready. Thank you. Canva presents stories to keep you up at night. It was an ordinary work day until... The Singapore presentation is at 3 a.m. The office was shocked. That's when we sleep. Maya made it less scary with Canva. <laughs> I'll just record my presentation so Singapore can watch it anytime. Record and present anytime with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. This show is brought to you by Schwab. You're here because you like to keep a pulse on fitness trends. Well, now you can invest in what's trending in active lifestyle, healthy eating, wearable tech, and more with Schwab Investing Themes. It's an easy way to invest in ideas that you believe in. Schwab's research process uncovers emerging trends. Then their technology curates relevant stocks into themes. Choose from over 40 themes. Buy all the stocks in a theme as is or customize to better fit your investing goals. All in a few clicks. Schwab Investing Themes is not intended to be investment advice or a recommendation of any stock or investment strategy. Learn more at schwab.com slash thematic investing. Hi, listeners. This is your host, Dr. Shoshana Ungerleiter. 
If we're not triaging our to-do list, prioritizing our most important tasks, and focusing on one thing at a time, then we're most likely multitasking. And the frenzy of multitasking can leave us feeling both like we've accomplished something and like we've forgotten something. Full disclosure, I'm the queen of multitasking. I really am. Most afternoons, you can find me watching the news, exercising on my stationary bike, working on my cell phone, and talking to my mom, all at the same time. I was always under the assumption that when we can do two or three or even five things all at once, we're super efficient and can execute each task at a high level. But it turns out multitasking isn't really a thing. What we commonly refer to as multitasking is actually just task switching because the brain isn't capable of focusing on two serious tasks at the same time. This means that the tasks we're doing simultaneously are going to suffer, and so do we. But giving it up can be really tricky. That's because for many of us, there's a chemical interaction at play. According to neuroscientist Daniel Levitin, the moment we switch between tasks, a small amount of dopamine is released, and we experience a tiny thrill, a kind of woohoo moment. So we want to do it again and again. This neurochemical process feels so good, we can become addicted to it and not even realize it. As Levitin puts it, multitasking creates a dopamine addiction feedback loop, effectively rewarding the brain for losing focus and for constantly searching for external stimulation. And it's that feedback loop that can make it hard for many of us to stop. Multitasking seems to be a bad idea for most of us. It may be linked to depression, anxiety, and chronic stress. And besides, it just doesn't work. When we rapidly switch from one task to another again and again, we're actually less productive and tend to make more mistakes. But of course, there's exceptions to every rule. Researchers at the University of Utah found that 2.5% of the population may, in fact, be really good at multitasking, and they've dubbed these people supertaskers. But if you're not a supertasker, and I most definitely am not, how do you break the multitasking habit? Well, here's a few things that just might help. Number one, make a plan. Prioritize the most challenging tasks on your to-do list. You might consider using Dr. Long's triage approach to identify your green, yellow, red, and black tasks. Two, block your time. Stay focused on one task at a time by blocking time for each one on your calendar. Three, eliminate distractions. Distractions are a gateway into multitasking. Get rid of as many of them as you can. Turn off your phone, disable desktop notifications, and find a quiet space where you won't be interrupted. Four, practice mental discipline. Commit to focusing for at least 30 minutes on each task without switching. This kind of mental discipline can help you break the habit of multitasking. I like to set an alarm on my phone for 30 minutes where I only focus on doing one thing at a time. So these are the things that I'll be using to reform my multitasking ways. How about you? Do you have a good strategy for breaking the habit? Let me know on Twitter at ShoshuMD or on Instagram at ShoshanaMD and be sure to tag us at hashtag TedHealth. Thanks so much for listening today. 
This episode was produced by Transmitter Media with help from Mitchell Johnson and fact-checked by Vanessa Garcia Woodworth. And special thanks to Grace Rubenstein, Anna Phelan, Sammy Case, Maria Lagius, and Colin Helms. I'm Dr. Shoshana Ungerleiter. Stay well, and I'll talk to you next week. You're growing a business, and you can't afford to slow down. If anything, you could probably use a few more hours in the day. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate, no coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.